Hey everybody, welcome back to PRI Talk. This is uh, going to be part two with Joe Lind, um, club director at TAV Houston and former college coach. Um, so sit back, listen, and enjoy. Um, but you're you're going to see, I mean, the last point is like, you know, as people complain about, um, you know, the academic community will complain about football and athletics and how it's there's so much focus on it but just like if hopefully hopefully they look at it now like how much impact it does have in your school because it's going to affect the bottom line For sure. of the the academic side too just you know think of like those big programs and how much money they actually bring in yeah and yes they pay the football coaches a lot of money but the economic in- impact in those communities like think of just those college towns alone and by yeah. not having um, football games, football games yeah. like in like Oxford, Mississippi and, <laughs> you know, those, like what do those small town businesses do? Yeah. You know, that rely on all that traffic and those hotels and all that. Like, it's just it's sad. There's, there's definitely a, I mean, I've been, I've been saying this from the beginning really since um, not so much since they canceled spring, but um, but when they canceled, I guess it's before since they canceled the NCAA tournament in in March, um, the the men's basketball tournament, like everything mm-hmm. else is just a ripple of that. Um, and and yeah, no, you're right. Like the the ripple effects of not having Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning collegiate football games, you know, is is affects a lot of different things. And and let's be honest. Right. You're, you know, your athletes down there in Houston and, and up here in Dallas, especially in Texas, like a lot of these kids are choosing schools, not solely based on football programs, but there's definitely like Texas kids want football. Right. Um, yeah. And so and so, you know, the, the impact they want to go to schools that have good programs, successful programs, big college atmosphere, game day stuff. Kids want that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and not having that takes away from the overall college experience that I think a lot of people, um, expect. And so, you know, um, yeah, it'll, it'll definitely have an impact on the, um, I would think, and again, I don't, I don't know this for sure, but I would think in, enrollment would be down as a whole at the at colleges and maybe not this year, but maybe next year, um, depending on how things pan out. But, but yeah, there's definitely a lot of ripple effects well, i feel like think about i don't know the exact numbers but i remember seeing um uh, a study about this um well think talking about men's basketball tournament like florida Gulf, florida gulf coast you know dunk city whenever they they made it to the sweet 16 mm-hmm. um a few years back their enrollment their student enrollment went up like 200 <laughs> percent or some some crazy Something number, number. Yeah. the next couple years yeah. So you can't tell me that it doesn't affect enrollment oh, yeah. or, you know, the academic side for the better. For sure. It's just more exposure. I mean, it, yeah. we'd always say it's a gateway to the university, Yeah. you know, um, and that's where you can get the most exposure. So it's, um, yeah, hopefully we can figure something out because it's, it's going to, it starts at the top, but it's going to, like you said, ripple effect all the way down to all the, uh, quote unquote, smaller, um, sport programs for yeah. sure. Well, and, and my question, you know, has been for a little bit since we canceled stuff 
in the fall, not every fall season, obviously there's teams playing right now, although we'll see how long that lasts. Um, <laughs> but as I, I just heard there was a school that played last weekend, two other teams here in Texas. And one of those teams has now like almost a dozen cases of coronavirus. And so I'm like, well, oh, like, are they out? Is that team out for the next two weeks? And is so the team that they just played, um, I don't, I don't know. That was a question I was asking months ago that no one was giving me an answer to. And now we're here and hopefully they've got a, hopefully they've got a plan to figure that out. Um, so did they, um, um, not to get too deep into it. I'm just curious. Cause I, I almost went out to go see, uh, SFA play last weekend, but did yeah. they, or were they required to play in masks or do they just stay like, they I don't, don't switch sides or I don't think so. And I, you know, that's a good question. Okay. I don't know if they did. Did they just not switch sides? Someone had said something about that. And I had totally forgotten that that was an idea that they were thrown out there. Um, I've, I've seen some of the, the high school rules and some of the, the college stuff. Um, I mean, that would make sense. Not switching but, sides. Uh, like, like on the S cause I line judge at A&M and uh, I, I got the protocols for, for their return to play with the SEC. Yeah. And they said all the officials have to get tested sure. like, the week prior. So I'm like, okay, well, then who who pays for that? You know, because yeah. those are the other ancillary <laughs> costs. Well, yeah. I mean, just think about that. You're not bringing in revenue. And that's another part of it is all the extra costs that you're going to have to incur to make this happen. Pay for all the and testing. And which schools yeah. can make, you know, float that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't mean to. No, that's fine. You're going down somewhere else, but I no, just good. thought of that. Um. Yeah, no, I I did not see because I saw some clips and pictures from those matches, and um, I didn't see anybody wearing masks, um, and I don't think they're requiring it up here for high school, um, at least not at the smaller schools. Um, I not ha- while they not while they play not while they at least play around here. So like I went to a um, a four A match uh, last two weekends ago or last weekend I forget. Yeah, uh, but they just when they're on the sidelines, the coaches and the, and the referees the yeah. all have masks. But when they play, they, you know, they most of them wear those the the neck gaiters. Okay. So then they just uh, leave it around their neck when they're playing. But when they come off the court, then they're supposed to be wearing it. But which those those things apparently, I read an article that said those actually are making it worse. I'm gonna have to dive into this, but just the way the fabric <laughs> is. It was something about the fabric because it is really. I heard about that article. I don't. I I don't know, but there's something about. I guess it kind of depends. Yeah, because it's really breathable. That it's actually making it linger in the air longer. I don't know. I'm not a scientist, and I don't have. I'm not clearly, 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 obviously. (laughs) Otherwise, I would be checking that box under occupation. Um, There you go. um, Rocket scientist, but no, I haven't seen um, any pictures of kids playing in masks. Um, but, but my question has been, what's basketball going to do? Um, because basketball is the next season and basketball is the season that, you know, if we skipped football, we've got to have a basketball season and there's got to be an NCAA division one men's championship, come March. Um, and so what's, what's basketball doing? What's their plan as far as, you know, all of this stuff, the, the bubble and the, the testing and, you know, whatever else they're choosing to do, um, how's that going to work because yeah I, it's just it's just an interesting everything is really really interesting right now I'm trying to figure it all out so yeah i mean the sec 
for volleyball, you know, they just came out with their schedule. So they're doing, you play a team twice, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and then you go to the next spot and I think it was just six weeks. So kind of like a college, they, they equated it kind of like a college baseball, you know, you play like two teams over three or two days and three matches or something like that. Yeah. You know, potentially something like, I don't know if that would work, Not you know, smaller tournaments for basketball, you know? Yeah. I I don't know. Um, Trying to, trying to limit travel, trying to limit the. Um, I was really like the, when baseball season started and I heard that they were like traveling from one place to the next and then traveling here and then traveling there. I'm like, why don't these two teams just, play each other three or four times at one place the same week. And that way you don't have all this bouncing back and forth. I mean, that just seems to make sense to me. Um, and so, th- so like the model that SEC is doing seems to make sense. You're playing, you're limiting travel. You're not going back and forth places, um, I, you know, for, for a spring season, for half of a conference season, it, it seems to make sense at least. Hey, what do we know? We're just a couple of guys talking on a podcast. That's right. We are. No one no one asked us our opinion, which which I'm I'm bound to give my opinion if people ask, but no one ever asks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've heard that like because the NBA did the bubble thing and it seems yeah. to have worked fairly well, sure. you know, as sure. far as mitigating risks and all that, but I don't know how you'd uh, make that happen for um college basketball i i were t- um I, I i heard the idea of a col- collegiate basketball bubble but i don't know how that would actually work you know really since hard. it seems to have worked for the nba but yeah um I, <laughs> I don't know if this is real or they're just putting it out there but like bleacher report put out something like why don't we just do a 346 team march madness tournament with all the uh, ncaa d1 program like just when i don't know done yeah, I don't know. Like one and done. I don't know how that would work, but that would be interesting. I don't know how you would do that. Be like the the basketball tournament. Did you like? You're basketball. you're my age, right? Did you watch <laughs> yeah. basketball? That's and a... like their 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 playoff season is like nine months long or something <laughs> ridiculous. Um, uh, ties are decided by uh, sack races on consecutive Saturdays or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something absolutely insane. Gosh, basketball <laughs> reference. That's a first. There you for the, go. For the podcast. I think I only watched that movie once, but Steve it was definitely Perry. Steve yeah, Perry. That was um that, yeah, that was the good old days of high school and just abs- watching absolutely ridiculous movies that made no sense and were um completely unhelpful to your life as a whole. But you remember them for whatever <laughs> right. reason. Right. We could have a whole podcast on that. Just like, what were the movies that you look back at that you loved as a high school student, but now you look back at and you're like, wow, that was was a terrible movie. And I am stupider for having watched it as many times as I did. Right. That's got to be a thing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I don't know if you watch uh, like a YouTube comedy series, uh, uh, Honest Trailers. (laughs) No. (laughs) They just rip into movie or like you know what it it really is about, but it's pretty funny. Oh, is it? It's like it can be kind of long, right? Uh, it's like I'm trying to, you know, it'd be like I've five minutes before. long. But they yeah, they do yeah, yeah. new movies, old movies, you know, bad movies, mostly bad, you know, like or like you know, even like mostly popular ones, like comic book stuff. But yeah, 
Um, I think I think I've seen that a couple times because you know it's like it's oh man I love this movie it was great and then someone like pastes <laughs> in the uh, the whatever it's called whatever you're talking about the link to like the YouTube and it like absolutely destroys like all of the like all the love and and likeness that you had for the movie that you just watched. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd say like on uh, Independence Day. If you watch that again, you're like, man, that was the. That was a bad movie, yeah. But a great Bill Bill, uh, Bill Pullman speech to rally the oh, troops, yeah. man. It's fan- fantastic. And and I think the hard part is, and and we're we're so off topic right now, but that's the great part about having your own podcast that no one listens to is it's what you can do. Um, like I I think you, you watch movies like that and then ten years later, right? There's another movie. They're like, oh my gosh, this movie's awesome, but it's it's the exact same movie as independence day just 10 years later and you're like it was great and then someone's like it was basically like independence day and you're like well yeah i guess it was and then you hate the movie that you just like said you love but it's, like that story though like that storyline like that plot line is just it is in everything i feel it's, like for independence Day. yeah there's a lot of ideas that are rehashed i mean let's yeah it's another tangent i mean the new star wars movies they're kind of similar or akin to the originals yeah yeah oh, for you sure Ro- rogue one was by far the best star wars movie right like we can it's my favorite at least i i thought it was very good i thought it was well done i don't know about best of all of them but i would i i thoroughly enjoy it what would be your best let's let's go here man man, man. it's hard hard to top uh the original um like four five and six or like four no like like four four and then empire's good yeah just because you grow i mean it's the nostalgia piece for me you know sure. i remember watching the edited version of a taped vhs oh yeah uh, yeah me too recorded from my mom on the tv commercials yeah 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 um, but uh ours there was like some sort of news broadcast like right at the beginning of the one that we, that I had as a kid. And so there was like five seconds of some lady with a microphone talking about something in the news. And then it like went into the, you know, the dun, 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 the 20th century Fox or whatever (laughs) piece of it. Um, And I, as a kid, I thought that whenever a movie started with that 20th century Fox thing, I was like, it's star Wars. Like, because I didn't get this associated with it. Yeah. Went to every single movie. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think Rogue One is probably my favorite Star Wars film. Like, I get the nostalgia piece to the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, oh man, like they packed so much into that two hours that I just thought was fantastic. Um, and like, it's it's one of those movies that even though you know what happens, you like you hope it's not what happens. Yeah, um, you you get like, invested in the characters, like making yeah, it, or yeah, yeah. I love that part. Like, I, did you ever watch Valkyrie with um, what's his face, Tom Cruise, the whole Nazi thing? They try to kill Hitler. Did you watch ever watch that movie? I no, I don't. I, I remember I wanted to see that, but I I, don't, I never saw it. And it was it was the same. I think it was called Valkyrie. Maybe it wasn't. Um, I could be making that up, but it was the no, same kind of right. thing. You're you're like the whole movie. Like, you know, they don't kill Hitler, but the entire movie, you're like, oh my gosh, they did it. And you're like excited and nervous that they're about to do it. And, but you know, they don't do it. You know what I mean? It's just, it is that same kind of angst. Is that, is that a good word? Sure. Um, 
But yeah, that's why I like that piece about Rogue One because right up until the end, you're like, they're going to do it and they're going to live and it's all going to be okay. Um, you know, those darn non-happy endings. So Right. But... All right. Any other uh, any other volleyball stuff we can talk about? Just trying to think. I feel like I kind of hit on all the stuff that I wanted to touch base with. Yeah, you kind of got a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just it's cur- I'm just interested to see what happens between. Well, there's a lot of things, but like the the beach and uh, indoor seasons. Yeah. Because you know, beach is getting so big, and it's exciting to see that. And then what is this going to, you know, be the, you know, what's going to impact it? Cause I know like there's other schools that are adding it. So, I mean, now that their budgets are hit, is that going to affect those schools? Sure. You know, like the Southland, sure. a bunch of schools are supposed to We're be, adding, supposed to be it. adding it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then are they, are those staffs going to be asked, you know, if they're planning on having another staff person, well, that, that, you know, is that going to happen or are they going to be asked to, Hey, you're going to have to oversee beach as well as indoor. Yeah. You know, um, that's what, uh, that's what they were telling me was, yeah, you're going to have to do both. And I was like, okay. It's a lot of responsibility, yeah. you know, and it's so a lot. Yeah. The ancillary effect is that, is that going to push coaches out of the profession, you know, um, just cause they're being asked to do more. And still get paid the same or less. The same or less, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Well, I am um, with all of the the negative stuff going on. I'm I'm at least hopeful that volleyball is being played, um, and hopeful that we'll have more volleyball in the spring. Although, yeah, I have no idea what that's going to look like as far as recruiting goes. Um, but uh, and that's the only really perspective I care about. So um yeah we're looking at um yeah let's 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 switch it to positive like we're looking to <laughs> do like uh some live streaming in our gym to yeah. help with you know getting more video out to the coaches video. or if they're not able to come out and watch at tournaments maybe they can yeah. get on a feed and watch our kids and maybe that motivates our kids even more like hey big brother's always watching whenever you're practicing yeah. so yeah. You better, you, what, you, know, you better be on it, you know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start having Huddle pay me um, some sort of royalty. But if you guys aren't doing Huddle Assist for your club tournaments, man, you should. Oh, it's a game changer. No, we yeah. are. We switched okay, over. Uh, we had a few teams do it two years ago. Then last yep. year we had all of our teams do it. Yeah, we did too. Um, now, I don't. we're not going to have all of our teams do it this year because some of the younger ones are like, I don't get it. You're like, well, okay, well, we had all these instructional meetings and stuff. And you could, like, even for younger teams, like, if you can't go, like, it breaks it down for you. You can see, you can make a highlight clip for grandma, you know. But especially for the older teams, oh, my gosh, the scouting and the breakdown and the ease of making recruiting videos is, yes. We just, and, and, like, we, um, I just give college coaches access to the team. Like if they're recruiting a kid off of our top 16s team or top 17s team and they want to watch more film, like I just add them as a coach and then they can go in kind of backdoor it. It's just like volumetrics 
and they can watch kids videos until their heart content. And it's, it's great. Um, yeah, that's what you, we've, I mean, been, we've started doing. Yeah. Cause you know, I mean, they just, coaches just want to watch more film. So the fact that, right. Well, and that's all they can do right now. Yes, so. <laughs> yeah. And right now for sure, it's been great. I'm a, I've been a little bit nervous cause you know, there's, I hear everything from, you know, high schools aren't recording film this year. And so they're not going to be able to post stuff to huddle and parents aren't going to do it and want to break it down, all that kind of stuff, which is fine. But, you know, turn around and having film for college coaches, like if the little bit that you had from club season, and if you're not going to get very much from high school season or any from high school season, then you got to have film really early on in club season next year to get, to make sure you stay in front of coaches. So, well, and that's what we've tried to do. Like we've, um, I don't know if you met Brandon Smeltzer, assistant director. He coached our 17s, but he's he's super tech savvy and all that stuff with video nice. and um, technology. But um, he has our kids wear um, pennies, so like numbered, like I don't know. I call them pennies. Do you do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Like yeah. mesh jerseys. Yeah. Um, I said pennies the other day, and someone's like, "What did you say, what? pennies? pennies? Yeah. Like pennies. a <laughs> like a jersey, like a penny." But uh, so like. <laughs> break down the film of yeah you know so um because we're these kids i mean our last tournament was we got done playing on march 8th at sunshine mm-hmm. you know so that's the last t- chance that they had video so like we've we've done some sessions where we've worn jerseys and stuff to get some recent video to nice the college coaches that's good um you know, and now finally the 5A and 6A schools are starting up this week. So yeah. we can get that, that high school footage, but. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate the time and being on and just, you know, I, I have to, I listen to my own perspective all the time. Um, and so trying to get some, some other people's and what's their thoughts and about everything, everything going on and, and what you guys are doing to, you know, help combat that. And, um, you know, I think it's good. So no, this is great. Thanks for, thanks for asking me. Like you said, it's, it's good learning from other people too, to see what's going on. Yeah. So. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com. Check out my blog or reach out to me directly. If you have any other questions, You can also find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Recruiting Initiative. If you need specific recruiting help, I have a couple different ways I can help you. Please reach out to me on my website or social media. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI Talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice, as well as information on current and volleyball events, and your support can definitely help make that happen.